Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the future class of gaming, a.k.a. the OK Beast. Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. Whatever happened to sitting on very opposite sides of the table, that way we wouldn't have to turn like we this We said anymore. we were going to do it for that next Friday stream, mm-hmm. but then we do, we tried it out, remember? But then we had to come back for the handshake, and it seemed mm-hmm. like we kind of killed the bit. That's you fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. You know, Barrett hates it, and he, he hates letting us. No, that's what he does. He really loves it deep down, but he wants, to, he wants us to think that he hates it so that it feels like he has some level of input in this whole thing. Sure. But really, he doesn't. Think about Turn the whole thing on its head there. I yeah. wasn't expecting that. You got me. You got me thinking on that one. I appreciate that quite a bit. Doing the Wendy's coffee today, huh? Yeah. I mean, I've been doing the Wendy's coffee a lot. The, I know you have been. I mean, that's mainly because I've been doing the Wendy's breakfast a lot. Yeah. And it just keeps getting better. Every Do time you I worry it. about your metabolism slowing down? Oh, yes. All the time. Because I, I, there was when we talked about this last time, when we had some conversation about Wendy's, somebody in the chat was like, how do they, how do they eat like this? And not it looks and I, we were like, oh, I, I grabbed my gut. I said, and I was like, oh, they weren't talking about me. They were talking about you. Yeah. You I eat mean, Wendy's like every other day, You, but you still look. I know. Stunning. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to stop it. I'm trying to quit. It's like a drug. It's the, the chicken biscuit with the honey thing they got going on there yeah it's magnificent yeah. it is absolutely excellent i'm trying Chicken's to stop good. i ha- have been blessed with a pretty good metabolism i do think though that as i get closer to 30 that yeah. it is slowing down it'll yeah. it'll hit you like a truck bless i it is hitting me like a truck because like when i was in when i was hanging out in seattle a few weeks ago <laughs> i don't i i i've only recently bought a scale at home when i say recently in the last couple of weeks yeah because yeah. when i went to my sister's house in the bathroom they had a scale and i was curious I was you like, like this can't be right <laughs> yeah and i stepped on it and i was like no way absolutely no what way you in what were you clocking in it uh don't worry about it okay <laughs> okay. About it. okay but it was it was like maybe 20 more pounds than wow previously and like honestly the last time i stepped on the scale was probably probably multiple years ago and so sure. it's not crazy but yeah, also yeah, it's natural it was like oh shit damn okay this is actually like i need I, I might need to pay more attention to how i treat my body yeah and so it's funny because that actually led into me hitting up roger because roger's been going to the gym every, course, every morning great. with with mike and me being like yo i gotta get with y'all for that and then also hitting up mike because mike was talking about getting to a softball league and yes. i was like oh i want to do that because i need some kind of physical activity that i can do consistently and so hit him up for that and our, our first game was yesterday. Yeah, uh, Greg. How'd it go? What, what did you What did you hit? What was your batting average? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> but no, it was really fun. I had a really good time. Oh, I'm, you ended up going. Oh yeah, no. I last I heard, he came over to ask you about it, and you said no. No, when was that? I don't know. You might be thinking of Roger or somebody. Maybe I was thinking Roger. Yeah. Roger didn't go. Roger. I mean, Roger went, but he went to cheer. He wasn't actually in the game. Gotcha. Yeah, but I went. I played. It was a fantastic time. What, I had I, such a good time playing yeah? softball. Yeah. Yeah. Mike put in a weird image in a weird TikTok, but then he went in the bay. Somebody, uh, Barrett, go yell at Mike. Is he coming out to show this? What are we doing? Like I don't understand. Now we're talking about it. Now it's a natural fit. Is Snowbike Mike going to come out and give us the all sorts of sports report on what happened at softball? I do want to hear. I do want to hear Mike's report because my report of it. 
like I said, I had a fantastic I'll time. I'll take your unbiased opinion. I don't, yeah. Mike did not have a great time at softball. It was actually the reverse of how I thought this would go. Because you thought you'd be the one that I thought fun, I'd be the one to be, be like, one. this is bullshit. Because I never played softball before. I sure. wasn't, I, I was looking forward to it, but at the same time, I was apprehensive. Mike, you didn't have a good time playing softball last night, doggy dog? A fantastic time playing softball. Mike, Mike did not have a great time. So it came. I, Let's talk about it. So as the game went, right, the game started. I immediately was having fun because mm -hmm. it was way more laid back than I thought it was. We yeah. signed up for a professional, organized, I should say, actually, yeah. organized recreational sport. I brought White Claws and Capri Suns. Mike came Team through with the, with the right good. energy. We're yeah. already making friends with people as soon as we got there. Everybody was super friendly. Dappin. And we start, we're up to bat first. And I think yeah. we got some good hits in. Oh, is he going to miss out on the story? Yeah, we got some good. I mean, let's start about what happened. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's talk about what happened right off the rip. <laughs> so class. we. No, talk about the goods first. Talk about the goods. We, okay. When we were up to bat, the bat was great. Yeah, the bat yeah, yeah. No, no, was no, awesome. No. See, I wasn't walking off because I don't want to hear okay. it. I want to participate. But you, Mike came out so excited and fired up. Sit down. So he didn't have a microphone. I, so yeah, he's going to need to sit down. I can't sit. I you, cannot, you need to you sit down. <laughs> I can't sit. I was, I, you walked up and I ah! He can't sit. He, okay, okay, he legitimately can't sit. Okay. It's either so, upright or laid down. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I immediately, yeah, it's a rec softball league, obviously. Uh -huh. yeah. is, is, is it like one of those, like, it's listed for a good time kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. And so then you show up with White Claws and Capri Suns. Fuck yeah. Are you yeah. tossing them out to the opposing team, yeah. your team? Uh, the opposing team looked cold to me. Okay. A little cold. Yeah. So let me say the, the opposing stage. team looked like they're filled with people who take this shit seriously. I showed up at 6 o'clock. That's yeah. 30 minutes before game time thinking, you know what? We'll get some BP in. We'll throw a couple of balls. So let's get people warmed up. Mm. I show up. The other team is seven deep. They're already doing BP. I show up. There's not a single person on the team. So, okay, hey, what up, everybody? I'm Mike. What team are y'all on? Uh, we're on the other team. Cool. Y'all mind if I hang out with y'all? Yeah, yeah, sure. So they, they already give me the cold shoulder. Flame. My team doesn't show up until 6.20. One girl shows up. What time is the first pitch? 6.30. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so perfect. Perfect. We're already way behind the eight ball. Uh-huh. I love it. Five people show up. It's me, bless this girl, and two other dudes. It is now 6.30 in the ump's going, let's play some ball. We go, we got five people, dude. What do you want us to do, you know? And so he goes, okay, you guys can bat first. First kid goes up. Mm -hmm. Gets a nice little double. Bear, bring up the Bring up the video. Bring up the video. Video. We have video evidence you at of what happened. Is this you at bat? The video. Yep, this is me at bat. Are you second at bat? I'm second at bat. Wow. You know, just want to set the tone. Look at this stocky man. I hope you just get taken right in the head. Absolutely heater. Heater. Oh heater. God. Sending it oppo. Heater. Mike was killing it. Look at you run. Is this where the legs start going? <laughs> Slide. That's an inside the park yeah. home run. It was a, a home run hit. off the bat. Uh -huh. Off uh -huh. the bat. Now, Blessing, of course, the team goes, team bats. Mm -hmm. We go out to the field. Yeah. It's me and so, Blessing's first time out in the field. Yeah. It, yeah, it was our first time out in the field. We were both playing far outfield. Yeah, yeah. And Barrett, do this man a favor and just go to the gym. <laughs> Kill him <laughs> Every, bending over. Just gym it, Barrett. Just gym the entire time. Blessing because he's like, I don't know how to play. They're like, Blessing, you got to stand here. Take yeah. your first step back always. Right? And I, I'm yelling at Blessing. You're going to do great, Blessing. You're over I, there. I appreciate all the feedback yeah, because yeah. I my thing was, okay, I have Mike with me. And uh -huh. so... 
Mike's going to help coach me through this because yeah. I trust Mike I'm to coach understand him. the rules to softball yeah. and how you, yeah. you should play. So I'm far outfield. I'm learning all about, like, okay, if they're left-handed, you got to move this way. If they're right-handed, you got to move this way. Uh, start calling out, oh, this guy, he's about to hit, he's about to hit like, a fucking deep ball. Got to go back or whatever. I'm enjoying that aspect of it, and yeah. I have yeah. Mike right there with me to see me through it. And so both of us are playing outfield. Yeah. Mike's, like, a little bit further to the right of me, maybe further back. I'm still. center. Center left. He's center right. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? First pitch of our team. Throws the the I was gonna say the enemy of these video games the um, <laughs> the opponent team they hit they yes, hit a one, heater Greggy. heater goes way over our heads uh, Mike <laughs> takes off after it uh, and we're going I look I look I look back to see where the um, the opposite team at, is at in bases uh -huh. I look back and Mike is on the ground. <laughs> Mike is just laid out on the ground. This was me for the rest of the first inning. <laughs> this, what uh, happened? I was like this for a solid just 10 tired? Uh, No, I pulled my hammy. I proceeded to do a nice big old roll. <laughs> pull the hammy. And uh, the kid, ball rolls past me. I run, pull ball, the hammy. Yeah, I, I just see him on the ground. And then the other person on our team run past Mike to uh, get the ball to finish the play. Kid goes, you need you need help up? I go, no, leave me here. <laughs> leave me here. And so Girls for like, pitching, you this is help? some bad news bears shit. Like, like five people are down, Mike's down. There's it's like the, the you guys you get out home run to start it all right cool you guys get out it's one nothing the other team gets up and they never come down never, they just oh never yeah, come down for like down. four consecutive plays after that I'm uh -huh. I'm looking over because I'm the closest one to Mike and yep. I'm probably yep. about twenty feet away and I'm like hey Mike you good <laughs> Mike's like oh yeah are you injured like oh, I'm good I'm good hey do I need to call an ambulance it just thumbs up no I'm good I'm good I'm all right all right <laughs> five plays later this man is still on the ground. Yep. Smith was on the ground we for like 20 minutes. I slowly walk to the other side. Never came back out on the field. But yeah. <laughs> that was the last I saw my. And so for the rest of the game, I had to cover outfield for two uh -huh. people. I had to cover two people's worth of outfield. And I was running back and forth. And when I tell you that by the end of the game, I was about to collapse from running. What was the final score? Uh, uh -oh. 20 to 8. Okay. We this team eight. slapped us. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah. destroyed. There is a major issue in our softball league. There's no outfield fence. Okay. So if you can imagine it, poor Blessing over here, if they hit it over Blessing's head, it now keep rolls going, 800 going, feet the going. other way. Yeah, yeah. Poor Blessing is in the other infield of the other diamond right now. It was a great first week. It was a great first week. Come it was on. fun. Wait, you so going back? Is there, is there oh, no yeah. length to determine, like, okay, if it goes this far, it's just a home no, run? No, the up didn't it. really care about anything. What? That's insane. Yeah. I like how Don't do that to your players. I collapsed when I got home, dude. How the hamstring feeling today? Oh, it hurts a lot, Greg. It's yeah. the first time I've ever pulled a hamstring. Yeah. The lion might not be the lion anymore. Walk it out, man. <laughs> you know? I've been informed that he's yeah, actually a good pitch. I would have done one. I would have done one inning and seen they were the other team was really trying, and I would be yeah. like, all right, peace. Like, I'm not doing this. No, you like, can't not, leave. You I'm can't leave your this. team behind. All, all, all four of you? <laughs> I think I could. I think I could, and I wouldn't think about it again. It was a fun time. It sounds like a great event. It Just was. like the Armored Core Whoa. 6 preview event was. Uh, we have a roundup on all those and Blessings Crazy Stories. Immortal Phoenix Rising sequel reportedly has been canceled and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you like that, be part of the show over at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. At kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, you can write in with your questions, comments, concerns, and squad up requests to be part of that day's show. Then you can tune in to twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to watch us record it live. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Of course, 
Those are all fine ways to watch us. But why not go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny? Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. Of course, you could get the ability to watch us record our other podcasts live and ad-free, just like the Kind of Funny podcast this afternoon. You'd get it a whole day before it goes live on any other service. Of course, if you're not watching live, it's no big deal. On patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can go there to get the video and the MP3 on demand without any ads and have a good time. You'd also get dozens and dozens and hundreds and hundreds. That's right, over 300 exclusive pieces of content since we launched the Spare Bedroom in October are all up on patreon.com slash kindoffunny right now. And of course, you could get exclusive monthly merch. But I digress. Maybe you don't want to go there. Maybe you don't have the bucks for patreon.com slash kindoffunny. No big deal. Use the epic creator code kindoffunny uh, when you're checking out the Epic Game Store or when you're buying something in Fortnite, Rocket League, or whatever else is the Epic Game Store on the console of your choice. Housekeeping for you. A new Kind of Funny Games cast is up right now, and it's our Armored Core 6 preview. You can get it, of course, on podcast services around the globe and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. We're going to do the roundup for what everybody else has been saying in the industry, but this is blessings. Un- cut take on it after playing four hours of it and going up in a helicopter i didn't talk about the helicopter part we'll talk about that, that soon enough here don't worry <laughs> about that uh on top of that barbie in review is up on youtube.com slash kind of funny and of course screencast podcast feeds uh, of, or, or in review podcast feeds i guess technically since barbie in review M- more than anything look at this intro like watch this intro this is incredible which is incredible enough that of course they went and made one like this where it's just you know the barbie thing but then this move that Kevin set up and was so proud of himself to get because he fucking crushed it. That was so fun. Great job. Great, great, great job. If you're an audio listener, please go click on Barbie and review on youtube.com slash kind of funny. Just watch the opening 50 seconds or whatever we just went through. You'll enjoy yourself quite a bit there. Uh, on top of that, a new kind of feudy poll is up and you can find it on Patreon or Blessings Twitter and then parentheses X account. And yeah, what do we call it? Do we, do we still call it Twitter? Are we doing yeah, that we until... are because like now where you're looking at the fucking thing and well, all this changed is one X in the top left corner. It still says tweet at the top of the page. It still says search Twitter <laughs> on the other section of the page. I don't know, Fuck man. Fucking goddamn <laughs> it does, jokes. It does say search Twitter. <laughs> That's really much. funny, actually. Like, <laughs> I, as soon as Threads gets a fucking desktop client up and running. Oh, dude, it's over. Come on, man. Or Come on. Like a, uh, like a a feed where it's just people I follow. That'd See, even that, like, I'm not, like, I'm, that's not my number one priority. Mm-hmm. My number one priority, because, like, right now, when I'm on threads, I feel like for the most part, I'm getting circulated stuff from people I'm, first off, follow or don't follow but should or somebody chiming in on something I don't follow yeah. yet, but I, sh- you know, I mean, like, what I realize not- is that the algorithm works exactly like, like Instagram's algorithm where the people you follow show up first, but as soon as you refresh a few See, times, it's all gone. Vest Vest says the following, the following feed is out now, says Vest Vest. Oh, shit. Oh, but yeah, I, for me, it's definitely getting threads.net up and running That's quicker. Crazy. So I can Oh, get damn. I still have Hive on here. I forgot about that. Oh, Blue Sky. Blue Sky, I deleted. I was like, I'm done. I saved. You're not doing Blue Sky? No, I gotta make a choice. Oh, you're missing out, man. Are, am I? I don't the think skies so. are so blue. Is anybody missing anything? Everybody follow me on Twitter. This guy was fun for. I'm gonna days. open up Hive see when the last post was. Over on Patreon, there's a new Gregway, and it's a preview of DC Heroes and Villains Match Three RPG Mobile Puzzle Game. Thank you for putting that in there for me. I got you. Now, Two weeks ago. Twenty minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Two weeks ago was the last post on Hive. On my followers. Hive. <laughs> Hive. We tried, everybody. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, Gregway goes up each and every day, and there's a great one up there. 20-minute preview of DC Heroes and Villains, which I'm enjoying quite a bit on my mobile phone. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by Honey, BetterHelp, and Shady Rays. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be. 
The Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. We begin with story number one. There is an Armored Core 6 preview roundup happening right now. Uh, We go to Game Rant, where Anthony Tormina writes... As a total newcomer to the Armored Core franchise, it was unclear how much of an affinity for From Software's other games would translate to Fires of Rubicon. Outside understanding that From Software makes games that are hard, where timing is key, there wasn't a lot that felt quote-unquote the same. That being said, Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon has so many elements that make it just as deep and compelling as any of the Souls games. The diversity of builds is going to give the game longevity. The boss fights are epic showdowns that will test gamers' reflexes, parentheses, and sanity. And there are hints towards lore that seem interesting. But really, it's the moment-to-moment gameplay that helps all of the other elements that helps all of the other elements of a from software. Okay, I see what he's trying to do. Uh, and but really, it's the moment-to-moment gameplay that helps all other elements of a from software game sing. And Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon is just a blast to play. Uh, Jez Corden over at Windows Central writes, Armored Core 6 does not have Elden Ring sprawling open world or Dark Souls intricate interconnected map. Instead, Armored Core 6 uses a mission-based structure, pitting players in bespoke arenas and levels that push the story forward. You're not overly punished for failing or dying. There are no souls to track and recover. It's, it, and, and its levels often, no, its levels even come with checkpoints now. Similar to other games in the franchise, difficulty in Armored Core 6 revolves around figuring out the right tools for the job, the correct strategies for the battle, and the weaknesses of your opponents. It does bring across some inspiration from titles like Sekiro and Elden Ring that injects a sense of modern modernity into proceedings, but it does so in a way that doesn't trample on the franchise's legacy. As an augmented human <laughs> as an augmented human mark handled by the mysterious broker Walter, you're pretty much thrown uh, headfirst into the deep end of a brewing conflict over the potent new resource. Various factions are battling over the coral, and while some welcome your arrival, many more absolutely do not. Even in our relatively brief demo, four hours, uh, the variety of threats was awe-inspiring. Absolutely gigantic, town-sized, AT-AT-inspired walkers, uh, massive tanks covered in missile launchers, mecha of all shapes and sizes. And then, as we said, it's up, of course, as a Kind of Funny Games cast. Blessing, you posted the following TikTok at Kind of Funny Games. Let's watch it, Barrett. Hold on, I lost it. I said now, Silent Bob! (laughs) (laughs) Armored Core 6 event, and it was it insane. It took place in a hangar in Southern California where the From Software team gave us a presentation and let us get our hands on the game for over four hours. I'm obsessed with it. The combat is fun as hell. This might not be Souls-like, but it definitely has that From Software touch when it comes to enemies and bosses. I'm an Armored Core newcomer, but the controls were intuitive, the gameplay was fast and frenetic, and the customization options are deep. This demo turned me into a believer. I need this new Armored Core game ASAP. Playing the game was just the beginning though. Next up, they took me on a helicopter ride over Anaheim. To close out the event, we got to experience a real life mech destroy a car. We also got turns piloting the mech, but I missed my turn because I was too busy playing Armored Core. I got so hooked piloting a virtual mech that I missed out on piloting a real one. Check out our YouTube for more Armored Core 6 talk. For now, let me tell you that 
Bandai Namco Fumiatu and Armored Core 6 there event. There it is. It Crushed it. Yeah. One, th one thing a to, sh to shout out, too. Uh, the time to play the demo probably fluctuates for a lot of people between three to four hours. Um, I... I was replaying a lot of missions just because I wanted to sure. keep uh, keep on with the gameplay. If I got off earlier and signed up to do the mech thing, <laughs> I probably would have played a little bit less. But yeah, yeah that's that, you that's made the right call. You made the right call. Don't yeah. worry about it. Who you what? A mech tipped over a car. You saw it. Exactly. Good. I, yeah, I, I saw it. I got to experience that. And from from what I saw for like the piloting the mech thing, I think for the most part people got to walk forward a few steps and walk backward a few steps. Not everybody got to destroy a car. I think that was just the mech expert that got to do that. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. I mean, do we need to learn nothing from the submersible? All right. There's some technology we shouldn't be trying. And honestly, that's what kept coming to my mind of <laughs> both the helicopter ride and the mech ride where I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to get into like this, th this vehicle. I know helicopters are safe for the most part, but also we've heard about helicopter crashes and stuff yeah. in the last few years that yeah. like had me scared of the idea of that happening. And so I was a bit apprehensive. But I did get into the helicopter calls because right, I was right, like, I got to be able to you. say that I, I flew a helicopter. I, you know, first off, I told you as soon as I walked in the door today, you know, great job on the TikTok. You had Thank mentioned you. in a meeting with me you were going to do it. I was like, yeah. And you, we've had a conversation of like when the preview event is cool, right? When it's different, do something with it. Because a lot of times preview events are like, oh, hey, welcome to the hotel room. Yeah. Sit down and play. It's not like, you know. PR company X invited me and they had coffee and this computer yeah. <laughs> and I played it. You know what I mean? Like this was obviously an over the top one. And I think again, it's something I've talked about a lot on kind of funny and IGN even for that matter throughout the years of how at IGN, all we wanted was just fucking bring the d preview to us and let us play the game because we're writing about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're going to do a video preview, but yada, yada, yada. And then like now in the age of influencers and YouTube and TikTok and everything else, it's kind of like, Oh, the shit people were forcing me to do in 2007 really was ahead of its time for this kind of event, right? In terms mm -hmm. of what you're doing with it. Yeah. And that was the thing that shocked me about this event. I would say this preview event is what was the most over the top and wild preview event yeah. that I've ever been to. I'm sure you've been to plenty. Sure. Um, but yeah, like I've ever since I joined, kind of funny, they've not been like this. Like the one I would put maybe right behind this would be the Persona 5 Royal preview event that we went to february i want to say after i got hired so like yeah. a couple of months that was in like a party right and it was uh we played the game in a room that looked like a remodeled classroom like a classroom from yeah, persona yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah after that we went right next door to a mixer and hung out there's definitely a resurgence of this kind of event i feel right now because i think so many people have been cooped up for covid mm -hmm. where it's got to be like we have budgets and let's go crazy and let's do something nuts and blah blah blah, blah. well especially for or from software where they just they put out Elden Ring last year yeah. and they got so much money to work with and now they're putting out Armored Core 6 which is a game that or a, fr a franchise that's way more lower key than what they've done with all their soul stuff yeah it feels like this is them really wanting to push that and really wanting to give it the the, the uh, marketing it needs to be able to shine on that mainstream level for sure and so I understand what they do what they're do, what they're doing with it there for sure well you figure a preview event that you do something cool that can get you so much more juice and to your point and I think what's interesting about reading through or you know sitting with you on the panel yesterday for gamescast and again you did a great preview everybody should go listen to that got me excited to play it uh but even going through and reading you know Jez and Anthony's articles here right or you know uh, snippets of it there is such a yo this is my first time with an Armored Core, or yo, well, let's directly compare this to Dark Souls and Elden Ring, right? Because now people know who From Software is, but it's possible they didn't read Greg's IGN.com review of Armored Core 4, that they didn't, you know, they, they haven't been with the franchise, so you don't know what this is. So this is going to be so many people's, oh, okay, well, I like, I like this developer. Why not try this yeah. thing? In I mean, I would say that for most people. I would, th I would think most people that get their hands on Armored Core 6 yeah. probably haven't played an Armored Core before, which is why for this preview, I wasn't 
as nervous as I would be for if Armored Core was the biggest thing on the planet sure. and I'm getting in on a sequel and I'm like, now nah, I had previously This is thing. meant to be the entry for so many people. Exactly. Like, this is a game that is going to speak to a lar large amount of people. And I, I think that's where you're seeing so many previews be like, hey, I am new to this and this is my experience after loving from software games, but coming into an Armored Core for the first time. And also, those previews are out there for you too. If you're somebody who is seasoned oh, sure. in Armored of Core, course. I saw like the Armored Core Legacy guys, which is an Armored Core specific website there. For I'm sure. sure they'll have all the nitty gritty details you want as an Armored Core fan. But for me, and it seems for, like for the um, majority of people that got their hands during this preview time, what I'm seeing is mostly excitement and mostly um, people being impressed by what they had to show. And so much of that comes to what I talked about during Gamescast, which is how intuitive the game is to play and yeah. how as soon as I got through the first couple of missions, I already had a pretty good idea of how to play the game. And then I get to the first boss fight and I'm like, okay, all right, I see what's going on here. And then I get to that major boss fight, the wall climber one. And skill check. That skill check moment that makes me really, really, really understand, oh, go into assembly, figure out my different parts, figure out what weapons to use, change up my uh, uh, different parts from my mech, go back in and see if this stuff works. And that's what the gameplay loop is. And I think from what I played, at least so far, that gameplay loop really works. Yeah, it sounds like it does. It seems like it's going to be awesome. And, and at least... Like for me, you know, it's referenced here in Jez's thing, right? But what you showed in the games cast and what you talked about was that starting off, you know, it's this like sandstorm environment you're going, you see this shadowy mech in the distance and yeah. you start going. And as you get closer, that's what he's talking about with the ATAT -AT inspired thing, right? You get there and oh my God, like it's humongous and it's this. And like, yeah, that's them playing with that scale and that scope. I think, you know, getting in there and having those all right, I failed this mission. What if I tried machine guns rather than lasers? What if I did this sword instead of that gun? Like that kind of stuff sounds yeah. super fun. And I would all, I'd also recommend people check out the IGN preview as well. They have theirs up as a video, but uh, it's Mitchell Saltzman and Mitchell shouts out the same mission. And it's really cool seeing the things that I took away versus other people. Cause Mitchell wasn't in my preview uh, session. Sure. I think he went another day and Re watching his preview and seeing him point out similar things and take the similar things and him point out that mission specifically and be like, dude, I have, I can't, I like, you know, I couldn't wait to talk about this part, like this mission in particular where I'm going through and, you know, I see this thing in the distance and I get to it and it's huge and you take out different parts systemically. And of course I love that because it's so shadow of the Colossus yeah. and that I, I love that kind of thing. I think is always very impressive to me, but to see other people be like, no, yeah, that's the part that spoke to me too, let alone um, a lot of the other big moments in the demo. The game feels constructed in a very smart way in terms of delivering those moments that are going to stick with people. And From Software is a studio that knows how to del del deliver those moments. You know, when you talk to Souls fans, or you talk to Bloodborne or Sekiro fans or Elden Ring fans, there are moments in those games that people latch onto. One of the first things... Um, I believe probably in our Ellen Ring review with uh, me, Tame, Andy that we talked about is that moment where you get past the first big major boss and you step out and you see this vista of the lands between and you're like, whoa, oh my God, I get to explore this wide world. I can't believe this is it. Um, or you get to, I mean, me and Andy were talking about just, uh, during the games cast, Genichiro, and that, yeah. that boss fight in uh, Sekiro. You hear people talk about Father Gascoigne in that moment, like, these different Lady Maria in the Bloodborne DLC, these moments that from software set up as the set piece, you are going to remember this because either this boss is going to kill you a billion times, so you have to remember it, or because we're doing something really cool here with the story and the presentation and all that. Already, I'm, give I'm getting some of that out of Armored Core, and I can't wait to, to see it come out and get into more people's hands and see how deeply that resonates because from what I played, I think it's going to be a great game. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy themselves. I think now the question is, 
is it going to resonate on that level? And mm. from my um, interview with Yamamura, the lead designer of the game, you know, I mentioned this on Gamescast too that he wanted this game to be the the um, uh, start of a new mech game, mech, mech action game revolution. And he said it with like son, sort of a joking tone, uh, uh, tone, but I think there's he's somewhat uh, semi serious in there because this is a left turn from from software i know armor core is deep in the from software lore but of this course. is the first time they're doing it in over a decade and so as the new from software yeah as, as the from the software who's established where people know from oh, from software from software yeah of course exactly like this is the first not very non-souls like type game i know people throw Sekiro in there but even Sekiro has a lot of souls like elements this is a mech action game that is very far from that and when he said that, for me, in my brain, it clicked as, oh, they want this to be Demon Souls. They want this to be the first stepping stone toward hopefully opening up this whole entire pillar where now by the time we get to Armored Core 7, 8, 9, they're getting bigger and bigger and better and better. So I would like to expand this question because I wanted to take it into preview events, but I, and it still is there, but yeah. it's gonna instead I want your take on several things here. You can look at, obviously, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I think you can toss in Diablo 4. I think you can toss in Final Fantasy 16. I would say I think you can toss in Baldur's Gate 3, mm-hmm. right? Taking out the Zelda portion of it, I was originally going to reference what a crazy year it is for video games, of course, but for franchises who are really trying to have that coming out party, who are trying to say, we've had that hardcore fan base, but now we're ready for a more mainstream take. When you look mm-hmm. at something like Diablo, when you look at something like Final Fantasy 16, which is just, you know, basically an action adventure game, right? When you look at something like Baldur's Gate 3, which I was going to toss out for another crazy preview event of like, yeah, we'll fly everybody to Belgium. And like the guys are, we're going to do this giant hell stream and you're, they're going to fuck a bear and I'm going to dress in armor. And it's going to be this like crazy thing that got outside of just the Baldur's Gate audience, right? Toss, moving away from the preview portion of it and talking, bringing Zelda back into it of like, Yo, Zelda was obvious. It still is, but we're talking about launch, right? Was a, uh, you know, stories from people of like, oh yeah, they were. You know, I talk about um, uh, Jerica from JK Games seeing somebody at a bus stop playing it, striking up a conversation, and him being like, oh yeah, no, I bought, I bought it for this. This is all I own. I yeah. buy. I saw people tweeting about it and putting up videos, and I thought it looked cool, right? Like that's a movement. That's that, that broke through a lot of walls. Armored Core Six here. Mm-hmm. I think is going to be this Armored Core game that gets into the hands of a whole bunch of different people and, and gets as mainstream as any Armored Core has ever been. Do you think that it will satiate or resonate with the mainstream audience? And not, not even like to the Zelda level, but a new audience for it. Because I think looking at Zelda, looking at Diablo, even looking at Baldur's Gate, and even looking at the other one I tossed in that I'm searching for that I forgot, Final yeah. Fantasy. I, you saw those, you did previews for those, and we were all like, oh man, this is going to hit. This yeah. is going to be a big deal for people. Is Armored Core too stilted? And I mean that in a good way of like, it is mission-based. You know, make your mech, go fight the thing, come back, and yeah. you're doing the thing. Like, is that too, ooh, this is too This is too steak and not enough sizzle? I think it's on the fence right now. Okay. I think it could lean toward that mainstream audience, and I say that because one of the things that they mentioned in the interview was that they want this to be an Armored Core game that... Um, shows shows a wider audience why Armored Core is awesome. Yeah, and in playing it, I mean it's it's a third person shooter, right? Like that's what yeah. it is at its at its core. Um, yeah, but I see what you did there. Yeah, but like you know, it's also it's a mech game, right? And so yeah. it's heavier. It controls differently. It has all these things. But when you when you have the sticks in your hand, you press L three to boost forward, right? Like you're doing a sprint in a shooter. You press square to dash. You press all the shoulder buttons to shoot your different weapons. There's a level of 
oh, this translates because I've played this kind of game before that this Armored Core has that I would venture to assume in kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong if I'm way off about this. I would assume that previous Armored Core games haven't been this approachable, like, th- like this, um, sure. you know, translatable to, hey, you play video games? If I give you this controller, you'll be able to play Armored Core and understand what it is, right? Without even doing the, the, the tutorial. It might take you some finicking around with some things, but you'll understand what this game is by a few missions in. This Armored Core has that and so i think on that level is going to translate to, no, to more people and i think naturally because it's from software and from software is now the biggest thing in the world more people are going to be open to it and anticipating it just because of the name from software and so i think they have a bigger shot at that i think yes i think it will translate on a on a on a mainstream level um <clears throat> i think the stiltedness that you're talking about is going to think, be the thing that works against it right yeah. like it being Hop in, hop out, like, all right, go into the garage, do this thing. All right, hop in the next mission. I think those are going to be the things that still, that, that maybe stilt that um, penetration in the audience. But I also think that the audience for gaming has become so big and people are willing to grapple with those more hardcore elements now that I don't think it'll be as big of a problem as maybe it could have been in the past. I think people will be more willing to get into an armored core now because people are just willing to put in some of the extra work to get into sure. video games that are more niche or more unique now okay be interesting to see yeah i mean my you know i think it's going to do extremely well i think it's going to score extremely well i think it's going to be all these different things but i do wonder if this is going to be the one that gets to more people but yeah i don't want to say it because it sounds way more negative than i mean it i think it's going to disappoint more people than the other ones we talked about Mm. have or will if that makes sense where i think people are going to jump into this one and think it's a really cool mech game and it is but then there is this Oh, customization weight, this, that, that. I just want to go beat shit up or whatever. And but maybe I'm underselling. I'm I'm probably thinking too big about it. What the audience would be. I think yeah. people who are knowing a from software and excited about that would. Not. And I, but I also think the parts where they're not compromising are also what makes the game great. You know, because when you look at a Final Fantasy 16, and this is going to sound bad, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Final Fantasy 16 in the combat system is just devil may cry. Like it is. Hey, you have your long range attack. You have your close range attack. You're hacking and slashing, and it is it is so. Hey, this is a pure action game made for the most common denominator. Yeah. And that's okay because Final Fantasy switches things up with every entry. That Final Fantasy doesn't really have this strict, this is what you need to be to be Final Fantasy. Sure, so sure, sure. yeah, Final Fantasy 16 wants to be that. That's dope. I had so much fun with it, right? I'm sure Final Fantasy 17 is gonna be something different. But Final Fantasy 16 feels ultra polished and and almost like focus tested to be this. All right, let's get this bigger audience in because we're going for Game of Thrones, we're going for action, we're going for these things. Armored Core 6 isn't compromising in any way. It is Armored Core, but it is Armored Core with the learnings of From Software in the last decade. And so it it is then going, all right, what is more intuitive for combat? What makes a boss fight fun? What, like, are the elements of From Software that works today that we can put into this thing? And I think that does translate. I don't think that means that, you know, not everybody's going to be into Armored Core 6. Of course, of course. But the people that are going to be into Armored Core 6, which I think is going to be a lot of people are going to be really into it. And I, I think that's the thing that probably matters the most to them. Okay. We will wait and see. Armored Core is pretty much here almost. You know what I almost, mean? Yeah. It's we're like on top of us. Yeah, almost like less than a month away, I believe. Outrageous, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, of course, people who are into Armored Core are really into Armored Core, just like the people who are into Kind of Funny 
are really into kind of funny. If you appreciate what we do here, it would mean the world to us if you went to patreon.com slash kind of funny and tossed us a few bucks to keep the lights and mics on. Of course, you'd get each and every episode of Games Daily ad free. You'd get all the other podcasts ad free and you could watch them live as we record them like the kind of funny podcast this afternoon. You could get hundreds of exclusive episodes of content and it's all only on patreon.com slash kind of funny. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. Number two on the Roper Report. Sources say Ubisoft has canceled its Immortal Phoenix Rising sequel. My stock! <laughs> Andy <laughs> Robinson of VGC reports. Ubisoft has canceled plans for a sequel to 2020's mythological open-world adventure game Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's according to multiple development sources who told VGC anonymously that a follow-up game was in early development at Ubisoft Quebec. Uh, but company leadership ultimately decided to cancel it earlier this month due to the perceived challenges around establishing the IP. The original Immortals was also developed by Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Odyssey Studio, Ubisoft Quebec, uh, received generally favorable reviews. Ubisoft's intention was to grow Immortals into a franchise with journalist Jeff Grubb from GiantBomb.com reporting last year that it was intended to explore different mythologies other than Greece with future games such as Hawaiian Poly Polynesian myths. The original game saw players controlling a forgotten hero on a quest to save the Greek gods. Later, the game's DLC explored Chinese mythology by having players take control of a new hero, uh, martial artist Ku. Uh, sources told VGC future plans for Immortals were cast into doubt after the company decided to pivot towards its most prominent brands. In January, Ubisoft said it had canceled three unannounced games, parentheses, not including Immortal, the Immortal sequel, and parentheses, and was planning to straighten its focus on the biggest IPs and strengthen, I should say, its focus on the biggest IPs and live services following weaker than expected software sales over the holiday season. VGC understands Immortals Phoenix Rising did find a modest audience, but a lot of it came via discounting. And to put it into context, its sales in Europe were around 70% lower than what Assassin's Creed Valhalla managed to achieve over a similar time frame. Blessing, did you play Immortals? I played some of Immortals. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm going to say something that's going to make people mad. I did not like Immortals, and yeah. I, like, on one hand, don't care about this, right? Like, on one hand, cool, I didn't want Immortals too. Like, I, the world's going to be fine without Immortals yeah, too. yeah. yeah. On the other hand, when I read the part in the story where it says, you know, sources told VGC that future plans for Immortals were casting it out after the company decided to pivot towards its most prominent brands, that's the part where I, that I do think is a bummer. And that's the part that comes down to what we've been talking about with Ubisoft and what we talk about in general with big corporations and how they make money and how they got to stay afloat and all this stuff is, man, Immortals was a new, a big new IP that they poured a lot of time and budget into. And I think at the very least, that's a cool thing. And yeah. even though Immortals wasn't for me, there are plenty of people in chat that you know we're kevin loved it kevin loved it yeah kevin, kevin loved it apparently kebabs loved it like a lot of people well, really like i mean yeah can you trust kebabs i was gonna taste? say i was gonna say we are a ratchet, clan, then, ratchet but, but then there you know there's some people out there who are you know trying to convince themselves it was a better game than breath of the wild and we call those people come on guys idiots <laughs> you know what i mean do you how much you was talking do you have the person saying that and that's my thing that's my beef with, with immortals is that immortals is a game that took so much uh, like inspiration from Breath of the Wild, but took none of the things that made Breath of the Wild great. They're like, what if we took the like cartoony style and the big green open world and like the like, what if we took the puzzles and all this stuff? But like they missed out on 
the openness and the experimentation that you have at your disposal and, they, and they the natural exploration the natural exploration they took this thing they took this game that blew up what open world games could be right and really yeah. translated that to something that resonated on a different level they took that and went cool now let's make this as structured as possible let's make this a ubisoft ass open world which i understand because it's Ubisoft. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what that's what they're going to do. But I was so bummed out as I was playing Immortals and realized that this is the exact type of open world game that I don't like. Um, that, that said, I do like... I, I do wish... I, I do want Ubisoft to have the freedom to experiment more with, the, with new IPs and try things out. And so that said, also, seemed like it didn't work based on how much lower the sales were compared to... Yeah, this is your things. classic uh, niche title, right? That it found an audience that fucking adored it, but the overwhelming majority of people did not like it or give it the time of day. And like it isn't the right... They weren't... It didn't set, blow their hair back. They weren't like, this is something you have to play kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, for me personally, this was a huge bummer because you know how much I love Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's my favorite Assassin's Creed. So when Ubisoft uh, Quebec announces they're doing this, I was like, yeah, and I did a preview of it. And I liked it a lot. But getting it into your point of where it was like, oh, like, I'm not... I don't love this mythology angle on it. And I don't really, the story isn't like super locking me in. So it was just playing it and like the gameplay was good, but I didn't feel that need to keep playing it. I didn't feel the need to keep going and chasing all the stuff in the open world where again, I know that was what Kevin loved to do and was all about it. So like there is an audience for it, but it is that idea that like, yeah, like I don't think it needed a sequel. I don't think everything needs a sequel, even though it does have an audience, but then we get into this conversation uh, to your point of calling out this, you know, uh, pivot towards its most prominent brands. Like that is the reality of a company as big as Ubisoft, as big as EA, as big as PlayStation, right? That if they're going to take a swing, that is such a high mark. They have to hit for that to be counted as a success, right? Mm -hmm. We we have a show called PS. I love you. XOXO every week. We talk about PlayStation very in depthly and drive through their studios and all this stuff. And it's what we've been talking about with PlayStation VR two, right? Of like, how many units does that need to sell to actually be a success to PlayStation to actually be something they need to double down on and continue to make stuff for, especially first party wise, right? It's a similar thing here of like, what is the success to Ubisoft is far and away different than what a success to super giant is in terms of what they're making. And that, mm. I mean, you can go to even smaller developers, right? And get into the weeds of what it's going to be. I think that's where independent games matter so much or smaller double a games matter so much that for Ubisoft to take a shot in this awesome, cool, great, mm. but if people aren't going to show up for it, if the mainstream, if the masses aren't going to like it, then what's the point of doing it? They're not going to do it. Yeah. And I think on one hand, I totally understand that. And on the other hand, I do think that it is like, I understand why indie games are the ones that are, that have to be the most innovative and different and fresh. Yeah. But man, as a big AAA studio, as big triple, as big corporations, you have the budget to be fresh. You have the budget to do wild swings and have these brand new ideas. And I, I would love to see more uh, AAA studios be able, to be, be able to try that because now as I read this and as we, you know, look back at what we've talked about with Ubisoft in the last year or so and them pivoting toward the, uh, their most profitable brands in the future, at least in the near future, right? All I expect from Ubisoft is Tom Clancy, Assassin's Creed, Star Wars, Just Dance. Now, what I would turn and argue with, not argue, I guess, but what I would turn and encounter with, right, mm -hmm. is that I think whether you like it or hate it or whatever, right? There's a great move here in the way that like the spirit of Immortals Phoenix Rising and doing something different and making a different thing doesn't have to die. And I would hope that's what Ubisoft's thinking internally of like, cool, what they, they're doing with Prince of Persia, right? Where there's the remake happening, but then there's that 2D one they, they're making it yeah. put out, right? Like, 
what would have hey yo let's pump the brakes on immortals phoenix rising how can we make it assassin's creed phoenix rising and not have it be i'm an assassin and or i've been introduced to the brotherhood and now i need to chop off my finger and go kill this guy and go get all this rpg points blah, blah. like what if you just took the ip and applied it to this game which for some people might go eh, but if you're just in it for the gameplay maybe yeah. that would have been what turned me if it was like oh it's in the assassin's creed world i don't need as much story i don't need to whatever i'm doing whatever yeah. what you know this is I'm 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 somebody who's lost from Avor's team or I got kicked into Valhalla, which I honestly way prefer to the DLCs that do like Cassandra goes to hell. Uh, <laughs> in the you know, Valhalla, you know, I'm fucking uh, on uh, Mount Olympus all the time where I'm like, eh, I don't need this. I don't I'd rather just be grounded for the RPG. I'm yeah. I am somebody who when when you say that I go yuck, but uh, that's also I'm not an Assassin's Creed person, and I rise Assassin's Creed. You person. also said yuck to this, and I also said yuck to Mortal Phoenix Rising. Fucking go outside <laughs> and, so and play we, softball. Boss. When you say <laughs> when you say Assassin's Creed and Mortal Phoenix Rising, I'm like, oh, get that far away from me. But also, I think there's the thing of oversaturation of an IP and things getting stale, right? And so, if everything is an Assassin's Creed, at what point do we go? Hey, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I don't want to play Assassin's Creed anymore. Yeah, because uh, that, that 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 happened. That has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that and, I mean, yeah, that happens when I think with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> um, and so there's definitely a balance to it. I think new IPs keep things fresh. And new IPs, yeah, keep of course, from from, uh, from getting stale. To your point, though, yeah, like Prince of per that Prince of Persia 2D game exists. And on one hand, that's Prince of Persia, an IP that's been around for decades. But on the other hand, it is a fresh, new looking, really cool looking Prince of Persia game. So I think some of that energy still is there. I just hope that. Ubisoft gets that balance right of not resting solely on their laurels in the um, for the near future sure, and sure, only sure. going for these. All right, our pillars: Star Wars, Assassin's Creed, Just Dance, and like leaning into only those things that make um, that they know are these proven entities. Because I think I do think the more you do that, then we get a decade down the road, and now we need new ideas because what you're doing has gotten stale. People don't want Assassin's Creed anymore because you put out a billion in the last ten years. Yeah. Barrett, hit my music. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. What's up, everybody? Welcome to your favorite reoccurring bit on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Greg's not sound financial advice where I run you through the stock market based on my expertise. Thank you, Barrett. Uh, many of you remember when we were talking about Ubisoft a while back and they were not doing well. Uh, I said, just like I predicted, you should have bought the GameStop stock. You should buy some Ubisoft stock. Mm. And then Kevin said, Greg, it won't be a conflict of interest if you just put $100 in. And that's it. And I said, all right. So we'll do this as a little. It's like kind of like when you're in class. And, and like you put one little seed in the thing. And you leave it on this windowsill of the teachers. And like you check in on it every day. How's it going? What's going yeah, on? It's not like you're going to a tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not making. <laughs> You're not paper making a here. garden here. You're not. I'm not open. I'm not, <laughs> not harvesting it. <laughs> I'm not out here rivaling the farmers market. All right, I'm growing one carrot. Everybody, calm the fuck down. All right, it's it's a thing here. Uh, of course, there's been many check-ins with uh, my not sound financial advice. If you remember, I bought Ubisoft stock for five dollars and thirty-three cents. All right, mm. that was my buy price. Then a few weeks ago, because I, I forgot all about the tree in the window, so I came back and checked, and it was below that. I had lost. Mm. I was like five dollars and ten cents. I screamed, "I'm ruined." Let me tell you, if you would have listened to my financial advice, ladies and gentlemen, which is not you real would be on advice. the upward trend right now. Ubisoft stock, $6.52. Oh. All right. And again, that's with them just farting out rumors and reports. They're going to publish a game eventually. When Outlaws yeah. comes out, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, yeah. What do you think is going to happen to that stock, ladies and gentlemen? When I get $200, I'm withdrawing it. We're buying a pizza. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> what kind of, are we getting um, uh, square pie, guys? Or are we thinking deep dish? Because we don't get deep dish around here enough. 
I'll say it. You want like Pachis? You want like Chicago yeah. style? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. There's one. There's like a blue line pizza. No, um, I mean, we, we will go get Pachis. I mean, I'm down I to Pachis in ears. Oh, dude, I'm totally down. All right, cool. Cool. Ubisoft, <laughs> do your thing. Everybody keep me posted. We'll see when that happens. All right. Also, somebody in chat said uh, your bit's over now, right? Yeah, it's done. We're cool. done. Yeah, yeah some, the some, money's down. Somebody in chat said, "Oh, but Pokemon's been putting out the same game for years, and we're really tired." Have you not been around for Pokemon reviews? <laughs> because Pokemon More sales numbers, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I think are thumbnail. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I was like, eh, boring. I think our, yeah, our thumbnail literally said the word boring in it. But a year before that was Sword and Shield. Which also, like, my whole review was that I was like, oh, Pokemon's not changed in a decade? Damn, that's crazy. My hair's got no volume today, you know? It's flat. I like it. You like it like this? Actually, no. When you turned, I can see what you're talking about. But, uh, I mean, I still think it's fine. Oh, it doesn't look bad. Yeah. It's just not doing what I, I want it to do. I'm also thinking I'm going to move into collar shirts. Really? Start my collar shirt era up was this Was this inspired by my outfit yesterday? No, I've been thinking about it. It's been inspired by you just looking good. I, I, I feel like, you know... Four out of five shows, I compliment how good you're looking mm-hmm. or whatever. But then I did a, I did a, when I went to, when we went to SGF, I wore collar, I wore collar shirts for the entire thing there, and I was like, damn, yeah. these look good on me. Oh, like, yeah. Maybe I'll start doing that on camera instead of just being a schlub. Yeah, I mean, for me, the tough thing is being inspired in the morning to put on a really nice shirt. Like yesterday, I did it because sure. I wasn't on KFGD, and so I could come in like a uh, like maybe thirty minutes, thirty minutes later, sure. and that gave me enough time to go. You know what? Let me put on a good shirt today, yeah, yeah. as opposed to throwing on a sweatshirt. Yeah. Uh, number three on the Roper Report, Sea of Stars, available launch day on PlayStation Plus. We're reading from the PlayStation blog. Sea of Stars will be available as a PlayStation Plus game catalog title on launch day. We're extremely excited to confirm that Sea of Stars will be joining the PlayStation Plus game catalog, uh, ex- available for all extra and premium members on launch day, August 29th. You can get a taste of Sea of Stars' traversal system in the demo, now available on both PS4 and PS5. The demo features areas that will be part of the final game, uh, but we made sure to pick a slice that did not reveal any major spoilers from the main story. It is designed to give a hint of context, but mostly showcases some gameplay systems and mechanics around dungeon crawling and combat. It aims to provide a sense of the tone and vibe without giving any major points of the journey. Giving away any major points of the journey. Blessing. Of course, this is coming from Sabotage, the folks who made The Messenger. It has been... One of those indies you hear so much about, people preview, can't wait for it, flip out about when they see it. I saw this in the Games Daily Slack, and I was like, ah, delay. No, no, good no. news. It's actually happening. What's your hype level for this turn-based RPG? Uh, I think this game is going to be incredible. I am looking forward to it, but it's also that tough thing of, I look at Blessing Super Fun Game release calendar. Oof, August 29th. This game comes out August 29th, the same day as Goodbye Volcano High, um, a f- few days after Armored Core 6 
um, in the same month as other games such as Baldur's Gate 3, Stray Gods. Uh, and I mean, what a, in spitting distance, a stone's throw from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, by then, I'm probably going to have the Starfield review, review Starfield copy. by then, Phil. Can you imagine we don't? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you guys get three days with it. Enjoy. God. But yeah, like, I, I worry so much about this game's space to breathe yeah um because i i do think that it looks like a special game of course like you said they made the messenger the messenger was a game that really resonated with people and this is their chrono trigger yeah and that is the coolest thing that you, like that's the coolest step you can make after make putting out the messenger which was this game that i think proved that they could harken back to classic 8-bit 16-bit yeah games and actually really nail it right because messenger was going after that what old school ninja gaiden yeah, slash yeah, like yeah, yeah. slash metroidvania type stuff there too uh they did that so well that i expect them to be able to nail a chrono trigger type jrpg pretty well and they've been working on it for a while and yeah they've been working on it forever when you look at the art style of it it looks really good when you see who's composing it it's like damn all right cool like this is they gonna be incredible stuff. this game has the stuff and so I'm looking forward to it. I'm scared that I might not be able to actually get to it. Yeah. But for the people that do, I can't wait to hear you talk all about it. Number four in the Roper Report. Uh, DreamWorks all-star kart racing game has been announced. This is Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. DreamWorks animation all-stars Shrek Puss in Boots, Boss Baby, Hiccup, and a whole bunch of trolls are getting the Mario Kart treatment for a new game, DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing. The crossover kart racer will span two decades of DreamWorks cinematic catalog, borrowing characters from the Shrek and How to Train Your Dragons films, as well as Mega Mind and the bad guys. DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing looks to spice up the kart racing genre with a few twists. Magical switches on race courses can be struck to uncover hidden shortcuts, and DreamWorks Animation's trolls will ride along with racers and are equipped with power-ups and special surprises, according to publisher Game Mill Entertainment. The extended Trek family is strongly represented in DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing. The uh, ogre, of course, is there. His ogre wife, Fiona, Donkey, and Puss in Boots are all playable characters. Let's go. The other confirmed racers I'm a big donkey guy. <laughs> I, apparently, uh, Poe, Tigress, and Master Shifu uh, from Kung Fu Panda, Astrid from How to Sh Train Your Dragon, Megamine, and Mr. Wolf from The Bad Guys. Game Mill promises 20 fan-favorite characters from a variety of, and a variety of tracks based on locations from DreamWorks movies. DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing is heading to Nintendo Switch, all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Windows PC, and it will cost $39.99. Uh, the game features eight-player online races and four-player local split-screen co-op. I was not hit up about uh, using my rights in this game. Boss Babies. This is a direct violation of what you and Alec Baldwin signed. Yeah. The Boss <laughs> Baby Accords. Well, I don't know if I want to be associated with whatever Alec Baldwin's been signing. You're you the know, one who but... signed the agreement with him. Mm -hmm. and you, there's photos of you shaking hands and smoking cigars. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> Same. Remember when he called his daughter a pig? Jeez. He did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you never saw yeah. No, I didn't see this. Oh, man. They le she leaked the voicemail where he left a voicemail. He's like, you are a disgusting pig. Oh, my God. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. From 30 Rock? He's not a good guy. Oh, turns no. Out, He's no. not a good guy? He also murdered Alec someone. Baldwin's Remember when not he shot a good someone guy? on the set? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, like, as you were reading through the story, I had to, like, I had to restrain so hard from what making an Alec what Baldwin joke. What does it mean in my head that I jumped to the, you are a disgusting pig thing before? Oh, yeah. And he shot somebody. Now, granted, it was an accident. It was on <laughs> set. But whatever. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the fault of multiple people coming to a head sure yeah yeah guns gonna be an item that you pick up you are disgusting yeah whereas that's just purely him yeah uh number five on the roper report wait before we, before, before, we, before we get there i my, my my thing is my question is what is the ratio 
of revenue you think they get back from putting out these games? Because Game Mill is known for making these types of games, usually with Nickelodeon. They do the Nickelodeon ones? They okay. do all the Nickelodeon ones, too. And they keep making them, which means that good money must be being made here. Do you think they're making back twice their budget? Three times their budget? Like, uh, what? how much money, how many copies are they selling? Enough. Like, it's got to be a... a if you're saying they're doing, I know they did. I, they've done multiple um, Nickelodeon games. Yeah. So you figure they go check. into anybody with an IP catalog and are just like, "Yo, yeah, let's do this." And we're gonna put it out at a budget price, and you'll get X amount of things. And it's you know, I'm sure they're not trying to like. There's got to be enough of an audience that like, even if it's just the Switch audience, where it's like, "Oh, Mario Kart's still sixty bucks, but this is forty. Uh, and then you have the other consoles where kids want to play Mario Kart, but it's like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we don't have Mario Kart. We have a different console," you know. Yeah, they did Nick Kart Racers 3 and 2 yeah. and 1. Uh, they did the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Uh, Nerf Legends was the name as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember Nerf Legends? That was not good. <laughs> um, they also did uh, NHRA Speed for All, for all and Cruising Blast? Cruising! Cruising Blast People was like fucking that great. Yeah, Cruising Blast was excellent, so that surprised me a little bit. But, yeah, they have a weird catalog of, I mean, a lot of licensed stuff. I just want to know. I just want to know the details of the dollars and cents being made. So the email, the voicemail I'm talking about from Alec Baldwin is <laughs> 16 years old. Mm-hmm. He left it for his then 11 year old daughter. 11? 15 years ago, a voicemail message uh, that the Rust actor left for his then 11 year old daughter was leaked and published by TMZ. In it, he screamed and yelled, calling the child a quote rude, thoughtless little pig Jesus. for not answering his call at the designated time that was set. Uh, the call was all over the press amid the rocky era of vicious celebrity journalism. That doesn't have anything. Rude, thoughtless little pig. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? That's crazy. Don't be like Alec Baldwin, everybody. Don't do that. No, that's mean. And also, don't shoot people accidentally on set. You know what? Let's wash out the taste of Alec Baldwin from our mouth and instead drink some John Legend. <laughs> oh, I love drinking John Number Legend. Number five, John Legend <laughs> is the new brand ambassador for Neopets. <laughs> Let's go. Brand ambassador for Neopets. You know the game. It's a classic pet game, and it's long been a favorite in our house. And I can't wait to share the joy and nostalgia with all of you. So stay tuned. We'll have some amazing adventures together. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get an update on this later in the week. Of like, it's been confirmed that Neopets uh, kidnapped John Legend. <laughs> Neopets tweeted, quote tweeted that and said, welcome to Neo- Neopia, John Legend. We're looking forward to a legendary time together. I love everything about this. Shout out, John it. Legend. You want to talk about wholesome. You, you want to talk, talk about something he came home and he's probably like, oh, I got this and I'm not going to do it. And Chrissy Teigen was like, Neopets? Yeah. You're oh, doing this. 1, You're doing this right I was now. I say, the way this happened is, yeah, somebody in their household was either John or most more likely Chrissy Teigen uh, got the email and they're like, hey, we're bringing back Neopets. Do you want to be a brand ambassador? And somebody was like, you're doing this because this is fucking awesome. We want do all you the know Neopets? Neopets stuff we can get. Back in 2004, Neopets was all the rage. We got to do this. Good on you, John Legend. Hopefully this doesn't lose you money. I, I assume you're not going to. Actually, I assume that's impossible for John Legend. I don't think it's going to lose I don't think him money. invested in this deal, the brand ambassador. I just imagine he owns 50% of Neopets now. Sure, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I am Course. 
I have I am of course excited to see what John Legend has up his brand ambassador sleeve, but his journeys and adventures with Neopets are still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? We're just ordinary people. You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform man. as <laughs> we're just ordinary people. Listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. I love John Legend so much. Do you love John Lennon? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, Legend, not Lennon. Legend. Legend. You don't like yeah. John Lennon? Got a problem with John Lennon? I don't, I don't have any beef with John Lennon. <laughs> I just don't love him as much as Legends. Out today. Mr. Run and Jump is on all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Switch, and PC. Remnant 2 is on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and, of course, PC. The Banished Vault is on PC. Whispers. In the Wait, John Lennon was a bad guy, right? No. No? Who well, am I thinking of? Well, John Lennon it wasn't a great guy. <laughs> I'm seeing chat. People in chat are saying things about John Lennon. <laughs> Wait, bring me up to speed on John Lennon. I don't know my history of John Lennon. Well, he's one I of think the you're thinking of the Russian Lennon. No, we're chat is saying fuck John Lennon from the Beatles. John Lennon, who is actually like a notorious kind of a piece of shit. Okay, that's, okay. That's, see, John that's what that's too. what I was thinking. I don't know if, like, beating your wife is, like, I don't know if that's, like, oh, we're said, trying to cancel a dead dude. That's just, like, something that happened. That when I did. said I don't have... Yo, with, I've been talking shit about the Beatles my entire career. <laughs> if you're telling me we're flipping on John Lennon, I, I, now when somebody's like, the Beatles are great, I can be like, yo, but John Lennon sucked. Because that was my thing. When I said I don't have beef with John Lennon, as I said that, I was like, I feel like John Lennon did some shit. Yeah, and, yeah, did. people in chat are saying he did some shit. See, now Greg's learning. I'm on his Wikipedia page. Scroll down to controversy. I'm looking for the controversies. You know what I mean? There's a lot of... There's this. There's that. Uh, no, legacy. I'll hear, I so control I'll say, control. John Legend wouldn't hurt a fly. Legend. Er. Legend. Legend <laughs> wouldn't hurt a fly. Okay, so on the, I'll, I'll put an abuse. No abuse on this page either. Mm. Okay. Somebody needs to update that Wikipedia. What? Okay. What else could I... So controversy and abuse aren't on there. What else can I search on this page to find bad things about John Lennon? I mean, I'm to bolster my claim the Beatles were uh, overrated. Divorce, because it was about his ex-wife. I mean, I typed in Yoko. John Legend controversy. The first thing that came up was an article that says five reasons why John Lennon was a bad person. Okay, what do you got for me? Read them to me. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, he was violent towards women, number one. He was a neglectful and abusive father. I need, I need some, like, sources, though. Like, I need some references, because I want to know exactly what he did. <laughs> you want to go dig through the police reports? And find yeah. Out? You keep doing that. I'll keep doing this. Um, Crimson Tactics, The Rise of the White Banner is in our early access on PC. Uh, new dates. Shotgun King, The Final Checkmate, is coming to Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation August 24th. And then Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm, is coming to Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, and PC on August 2nd. Deal of the day, the Dark Pictures House of Ashes PlayStation 4 is only $8.49 oh. on Amazon.com. That's a good one. House uh, of Ashes, that was the best one. Was that the one? No, that's the one you didn't like. House right? of Ashes? Dark Pictures House of Ashes. 
was House of Ashes. That's the one I like the most. That the, with the you're in Iraq. Yeah, no, I love that. That's my oh, favorite one. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, the one after that was the one I, I didn't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I thought we. I thought you had a discrepancy. I thought yeah. maybe a little hope was in there, but it doesn't matter. Um, and again, like you didn't understand. Me and Poe played that next one, and you didn't understand it was based on a real thing with the guy who killed everybody at the world. Okay, Affair. but like that that wasn't my issue with it. My issue with it was all the bugs. <laughs> That's fair enough. That is very true. That's very very true. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we ask people watching live. This is gonna be a nightmare. While watching live on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screwed up as we screwed it up. Let's go through and then we got him. Nanobiologist says just to be clear, the charges against Alec Baldwin surrounding the fatal shooting on Russ sets were dropped. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, the court of law is different from the court of public opinion. We should know this about by now. Miss Deal of the Day from Nano. Uh, World of Warcraft is raising money for Ukraine with a new pet pack. All proceeds go to Ukraine support with WoW and WoW Classic, getting each a special pet with purchase. And then John Lennon hater 69 says, John Lennon threw a glass in a restaurant and hit a waitress. All right, that's good enough for me. Shady dude. <laughs> that's good enough for me. What, what model? Remember when what, a model threw a phone at somebody and hit him too? That was a big deal. Oh, really? No, I, I missed this. Was that on the runway? <laughs> Did she like no, zero no, in no. on somebody like in the an audience? Bah, right? Model throws phone. <laughs> Let's just get stop it. Looking stuff up. We gotta get everybody, all right? We gotta figure out. We gotta make a <laughs> video game news show. It was, was Naomi. It was the model Naomi. Everybody. Like, to the New last... York Times from 2007. Naomi pleads guilty to tossing phone and maid. <laughs> Wait, who? Who was it? Naomi. Naomi. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell apologized yesterday for hitting her maid on the head with a cell phone, but said it was an accident. <laughs> Before making her apology in Manhattan Criminal Court, Ms. Campbell, 36, pleaded guilty to reckless assault, a misdemeanor, putting an end to nine months in which she seemed to attract as much attention for being a defendant as being a supermodel. I conflated Campbell with Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> IGN.com's Naomi Kyle. I was like, wait, no, wait. We should be more shocked at this if it's Naomi Kyle. Oh, man. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of funny. This is what we do on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Tomorrow, your host will be blessing me. Thursday will be blessing Tim. Friday will be Tim and blessing. If you are watching live, of course, we're going to do the post show where we talk to the Super Chat and hang out and have a great time. After that, the streaming Jabroni Boys are going to be playing Remnant 2. Remember, Kind of Funny Games Daily comes to you each and every weekday with the nerdy news you need to know about. If you like it, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can toss us a few bucks, get each and every episode ad-free, get to watch the podcast ad-free, and live as we record them get them ad free on demand get more than 300 exclusive episodes of content we've put up since october and of course maybe get some sweet merch get your name read on the show there are no boundaries to what you can do on patreon.com slash kind of funny it's like x.com but real and a real thing ladies and gentlemen we got a post show to do but until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you can you sit yet mike oh yeah can mike sit yet is the big question Oh, yeah, he says. The New York Times. Naomi, Naomi pleads guilty to tossing phone at maid. There's no boundaries. This is the hard-hitting journalism we get here <laughs> at Kind of Funny Games Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to your post-show super chat segment. Of course, if you're watching live on YouTube.com slash kind of funny, you can super chat and be a part of the show right now with Mike, who is just hurting, just hurting bad Gosh, here. You're killing it, Greg. Do I don't even have to come it, out of do here. Do we got to take it urgent care? No, no, I, told I Roger, almost save, save I was willing to drive you to the hospital. Nah, we'll you look like rub some it. dirt on it. You'll be fine. You know, I don't know if that's, that's how that's that works. Kids say we're in 2023. We Let's have modern. Let's celebrate medicine. a cool one. Sterling Matthew Oliver writes in because he's a member now for four months over on YouTube and says, 
My first ever video game as a voice actor released <gasps> today. After getting laid off, it's been a great up to go with the down. Congratulations. So to be a kind of funny best friend. Doesn't oh, yeah. say the game. I was going to say, I was waiting for the name say, of the game. Hey, big well, if he just got cast, right? Like, he's probably unannounced. My first uh, ever video game as a voice actor released today. God released fucking today. damn it. It's out today. Wait, hold on. Let's try to have your back. Let's look at the out today. Show him the out today. Do you, do you think he's in Mr. Run and Jump? Okay. Or do I you think, think he's probably in Remnant. You think he's in Remnant too? Yeah, but that already technically released last week too. You think he would have celebrated that? What about the Banished Vault? Do you think he's in the, ban the Banished Vault or Whispers in the West? I'm going to go with Whispers in the West. You think he's whispering the whole time yeah. in the booth? That's good. What's happening? Which one was it? Because I got the answer. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Whispers in the West. Blessing, what are you going with? I'm going with Crimson Tactics, The Rise of the White Banner. Ah. That's According to this, on IMDb.com, yep. Sterling, Sterling, Matthew Oliver, is in Spearhead, 1944. Oh, that's not out today. That didn't come out today. I, yeah, I don't think that's... Uh, Spearhead, 19... According to this, it would be the Arma 3 Creator DLC, oh, Spearhead, 1944. Oh. Well, we don't cover DLC. Yeah, no, I didn't know the Spearhead. I just <laughs> knew Arma. <laughs> so. Get out of here. Get out, get out of chat. Hey, yourself. that's pretty dope. That's, that's super dope. Good for him, man. Oh, yeah, that's dude. wonderful. Plus, when are you going to get on the track for a video game? Maybe I already am. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't want to know about the past. I want to know about the future. This is a bartending game in space in VR. Yeah, okay. Star, well, star tenders. What about the now? Uh, I what are you working on? You working on deals? I got something in the works. Okay. Uh, okay like Greg over here, he's going to talk about when he was that crab that one time. It's like, show me what you're doing now, Greg. Yeah, show me what you got. I have bad news for you, Blessing. Oh, no. <laughs> is John, what did John Legend no, do? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Your VR game is not on your IMDb page. So someone should update wow. that. Do I do I have an IMDb? You do have an IMDb page, page yeah. Really? I have an IMDb page plus. Wait, really? Yeah. This one. I'm pro, so I think I can go and maybe Since tweak like some of your stuff. 2017, whenever I uh, uh, helped with wow, I for do like have the an... IGN Disney show. Look at That's you weird. guys. Whoa. Do I have anything on there? Is it... On a website I've never been to. What? I can I like should. confidently say I've never just sat there and typed in IMDb. Really? Just so, like you're not interested in like an actor's like when Zero. you see someone and you're like, oh shit, I know oh, that guy. Oh, because of the achievement hunter and rooster teeth stuff. Look at you. Yeah. Kind of funny. Remember kind of that? funny's on there. Yeah, but it's not updated. It says that I've been on three episodes of PS Love You. Whereas Friends Per Second got me for every single episode. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Friends Per Second? Look at him treating yeah. you good. How many episodes? Three. Three different episodes of Friends Per Second. Okay, so the exact same to PS I Love You. Yeah. We got to up my PS Love. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, Survive Block Island is on there, which, yeah, is a TV series. Uh, the reality show I was on with Rooster Teeth. Uh -huh. I didn't talk about that enough. I was on a reality show on Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Uh, when Block I was Island. at the Rooster Teeth Expo, people were talking about it. Really? Yeah, people yeah, were very proud of almost you. killed the business. Dang. Yeah, they really liked what you did. <laughs> really? They liked me for the one episode? They did. They, <laughs> Spoilers. I will I tell you, when long. we were in the kind of funny meet and greet, there was a kind of funny best friend. She was like, hey, I wish Bless Blessing did so good. I wish she was in more than one episode. Oh, So dang. you got a lot well, of Hopefully love they have me one. back. Have like an all-star season. Now, do I count as an all-star? I've only been in one yeah. episode. You probably not. Yeah. Off, you're you not. made an impact. But have us. an all-star episode and just seek me on. CJ writes in and says, doesn't Indy stand a chance to make your top five game of the year? Indy? Does an Does indie, an indie oh. title make your top five? Because we've talked about this many of times. It's a big year for video games. You look at your top five. You look at your top ten. Is an indie breaking through to your top five? Mike, give it to me. 
Indy. Oh, come on. You come knew on. it. He doesn't Everybody have wants Indy. I don't got it. Uh, Liza P isn't Indy. Liza P isn't Indy. Well, this okay. is where it gets weird, No, I don't think right? it's not Indy. Where it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, so when we say indie, of course, everybody wants it to be a two people in their garage. Yeah, of course. Eight bit game. Like, are we counting Remedy as an indie? Because then, sure, Alan Wake 2 has a chance to be in there. Alan Wake's got a lot of money behind him. Remedy's got a lot of money. No, they, they sold their soul to Crossfire X. We're not, they're not an indie. <laughs> Who's publishing okay. Alan Wake 2? <laughs> not an Epic, indie. I think, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Plucky mm. Squire. Star Tenders counts. Intergalactic Bartending. Yes. Do you remember your character's name? Because I'm adding it to your page. Here. Oh, oh, wow. Man. Look at him. Let me He's see. so nice. Star Tenders. Uh, I'll take the indie question. Of course, you have a lot of great indie games right now. Sticky Business is really, really good. Barrett, I highly encourage everyone to go check that game out. Dave, Dave the Diver, the Diver yeah. is absolutely fire. Um, Dave the Diver might make my top five. Uh, it's definitely going to be in the second half. I do think that Only Up should be in everyone's conversation for what that was and how good that game is. Yeah, I would not be surprised if that is in my top ten. I don't know top if it'll make a top five. Maybe, but like... Think about how good that game is. Think about what it did to the culture of video games. The moment it had, like that was hot fire and continues to be hot fire. The culture of video games. I'm telling Don't you. Don't get me wrong. It had an impact. Hey, People talked about it. It's like, it's like Fortnite type vibe where it's like everybody and their mother was playing only up. Oh, not well, many, not many indie games do that. I thought you were talking David Diver. I'm sorry. Oh, David Diver's Diver. fire. Yeah, we're talking about only up. We're talking about only up. Uh, those would be mine. Plucky Squire will be a good pull out Ooh, there. Oh yeah, that does look really. That's good. a good pull. What's the date? Do we have a date? Date? On we it? don't have a date. On yeah, that. Dredge was very good. I know Chris Sanka played a lot. Oh, of yeah, that. a lot of people love Dredge. But yeah, I don't know. Top five is going to be a tough one to crack. Planet Plus, of Lana. What's his character's goddamn name? I know. I'm, That's I'm trying a good to find one, Bear. Planet of Lana was very good. Yeah, I like. I think I have a name, but I'm trying to figure out if it was a like a. Not the real name, you know. Oh, you think you think they gave you like slot sides for this, where they were like, mm. "Don't give them the fish," and we don't want them leaking the the Star Tenders story. <laughs> I mean, hey, the world was anticipating Star Tenders, and so yeah, I'll I'll DM it to you because I, I believe this is the real name. Bless you. Ever- <laughs> Wait, why won't you just tell <laughs> me? So I'm gonna try what? to publish what it on the internet. Aquasian <laughs> <laughs> is what I have. Okay, A Q U A S I A N. Yeah, you asking me about indie games? What are you asking? <laughs> no, no, we're asking you about your name in this video game oh, right now. Oh, okay, I just gave it to Greg. <laughs> but also, do you ever finish playing out of Lana? No, I got you like should. I played the good first game. thirty minutes or so. Oh, it's so good. Four it's, hour experience. I'm telling you, like, because I remember you reviewed uh, reviewed Somerville, right? Yeah, like, I like it is, Somerville. It, it is. Oh, I feel like what we were missing out of Somerville. Cocoon. Cocoon. Oh, I think Cocoon wait, has a good wait, chance. Waiting on it. Yeah, yeah. Really good chance. Greg, do you have any indie games you want to shout out? Because you usually are the indie jabroni here. Not that I think I'm going to crack my top five necessarily. Okay. I think, again, it's such a crazy big year that I haven't. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I liked, I can never pronounce it because I'm I, I'm done reviewing it. But Dor, Dorgon, right? I like that one a lot. But I, that one to be in my top five by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. Um, Let me look back through my trophies here. I'm excited for Venba, but I don't think it'll be necessarily okay. top of the list. I like Oxenfree too, uh, but I don't think that'll be a top fiver. You know, Viewfinder really fell off. Yeah, yeah, it, it had a lot. It was going to be that game. Viewfinder yeah. looked really great, and then it got here. I was like, oh, it's it's great. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's not like blowing your Viewfinder blowing your away. It never it never got to the height of like, I don't know the pro- the initial promise it had from like yeah. the demos. And stuff. Similar to Chia. Chia, Chia, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Wait, was it? Oh, was this year? That's wild. You're lying to me, Greg. I'm dead serious, man. Yeah, the thing that thing that goes against. Viewfinder, I think it's just the heights of that genre. Again, before so your eyes, but like that's mm-hmm. out, been out. It's a PlayStation oh, VR 2 game, yeah. but I don't, so I don't know. It's going to be in my top 10, I'd imagine, probably. 
but I don't think it'll be a top five. Yeah, when you have Portal and The Witness and like other puzzle games that are fucking doing doing what those games are doing, doing numbers. Yeah, Viewfinder. It's tough to like get it in that place. Okay. It's still good. It's still good. When I look at my top four right now, oh, I have okay. written down Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, Street yeah. Fighter Six, Hi-Fi Rush, and Final Fantasy Sixteen. And it's tough to think another game is going to, or like uh, an indie game that's announced so far this year is going to penetrate. It'll have to be a surprise. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll play Hades 2 Early Access. I don't know. CJ writes in and says, or Daniel, Daniel M. writes in and says, what's blue and isn't heavy? My mood. Light blue. That's yeah. Good. That's good. That's good. Bob writes in and says, Greg, I'm staying home from work because I have strep throat and I started watching The Bear because of you mentioning it. Thank you. I like it a lot, and I love it. Have you finished it yet? No. Uh, we got through the Seven Fishes episode, and life took over somewhere other way, and then Diablo season dropped, and then we went and did something, and yada, yada, yada. We'll get back to it. I got love to the Will Poulter episode. And he's Good so episode? Hot. He's so hot. He's so hot. Yeah. Mike, you got to check out. You got to check out the Will Poulter episode just because he he's hot, man. <laughs> so hot. You know what happened to me? Late on me. Sitting at the desk yesterday. Okay. Looked at the calendar for the week. Glanced ahead to Thursday. Saw it's a, 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 a MCU in review, Secret yeah. Invasion. Oh, you know, you they were doing Barbie. You guys had already gone home. I was out there by myself. I yeah. literally exclaimed, "Fuck!" Because I've only watched one episode of Secret yeah. Invasion, and I was like, "Shit!" And are you on my, that? Uh, yeah. Oh, you so last watch. night I sat there and I played my DC Mobile game and watched four. I guess because okay. I have one left and there's another one on Wednesday. Okay, I'm enjoying it. Oh, really? Because I, I I've told the story. I really loved that comic book yeah. saga, right? Like yeah, that yeah. story. I really really liked. I don't think it has the the juice to television show like the comic book did. You know, Nick Fury is doing a lot of good uh, stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, the Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. I'm enjoying him. I enjoy Don Cheadle, so I'm having fun with that. Okay. There's a few little twists. I like Ben Mendelsohn. So I like the actors and what they're doing a lot. There's enough things going on. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's interesting. Uh, Say Chalet writes in and says, took me eight hours to get Luther from DC Heroes Villains. Yeah. What's up with that? This match three? Yeah, it's great. The card game? Having a great time What's with it. What's up with it? Tell me about this. So, of course, me. I don't know about I mean, there's it. a 20-minute preview up right now on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Oh. Uh, it's a great way. Uh, but, yeah, DC Heroes and Villains dropped last week. Uh, it okay. is, it's basically Puzzle Quest, but DC Heroes. So mm. you're going through. You That's match cool. the gems to attack the thing. There's a story mode, obviously. There's a bunch of different challenges where you can try the heroes you don't have yet. Uh, the idea is, though, you know, go through and you play the story. But you're equipping gear like you did in Puzzle Quest as well. So then you have to level that gear up and then tear up and you're leveling up and there's a whole leveling system to it, right? The thing to what he's talking about though is, or they're talking about, is that as you play, you get different capsule coins that you then go and spend to open up the capsule to get the new heroes or new villains or whatever. And so there's RNG to it of like, okay, who am I going to get? What am I going to get? Can you just buy them? No, you can't just buy them. Yeah, they don't want that. There's no... I guess that would technically be pay to win, right? Because, yeah, you'd be jumping in and like, oh, I want to buy Superman. He's one of the best cards kind of thing. Yes, right? exactly. Characters, right? No, you can't do that. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm having a great time with it. Really? I, I unlocked Superman, and then I got uh, maybe the next draw, I got Luther as well. So I'm pretty happy with my squad. Okay. I can show you. I, got Van- I had Vandal Savage early, so I was building the team around him. They're every I don't know who that is. He looks like Neil Druckmann. Every hero or villain they has They got a- Green Arrow? Uh, not that I've seen yet. They got Static Shock? Not that I've seen I'm yet. Not really. I mean, they're leaving room for uh, expansions here. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I can't have everybody. I'm, I, there's no Supergirl. There's no Superboy. Mm. There's no Connell. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of stuff I want to get okay, in. Okay, okay, so. okay. But yeah, so like, you got the whole roster here. Yeah. So right now, I'm, I'm trying to build a five-star team, but I only have for five-star people, I have Superman, Luthor, and Vandal Savage. Oh, like, okay. And your Batmans. And then we get to the four stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. 
Okay. Maybe I'll play around right now. Well, you know Dragon what? I'm mobile gonna, games. I'm going to go here. I'm going to get my token so I can play more today. Up next. Ooh, got a mail. Nestor, not Nestor. Nestor, not Nestor. It gets me every time. Mm -hmm. If Greg was a video game, would Ben be considered a sequel or spinoff? I mean, I think he'd be DLC, right? Because, like, oh. he's still very much a part of my journey right That's now. That's good. You know what That's I mean? Good. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Ben can't go off and do his own thing. He can't work without me. So he's very much DLC. Currently. Eventually, he'd graduate. Yeah, he'd graduate to being his own thing. Mm. But that'd be He's like, eventually going to become a standalone. Then he'd be cross-gen, you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah, he'd be his own standalone, like Rugrats the video game, where he just crawls around your house. Sure, I guess. Yeah, that, that does It'd work. be like, uh, Greg, stick with me here, because I know you liked, uh, or you played enough of, of Valhalla, mm -hmm. right, oh, yeah. where Bossom is like the character. 60 or 70 hours of Valhalla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe 80. And Bossom got, like, some DLC stuff in Valhalla, but now he's getting his now own thing. he's getting game. his own thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be good. You going to wear that T-shirt? The collector's edition? Feel the pain T-shirt? With all the haptic feedback on it, did you see this? Yes, we sorry. About it collectors, it's not a collector's edition thing though; it's his own deal. Yeah, but like you got to spend a lot of money. That's a collector. If they send it to me, yeah, I'm gonna try it. Okay. If they'd say like you got to buy this thing, you got to go right. skin the skin on it. I'm, I'm down. I'll go skin the skin with you right now. Skin you know what I mean? Skin on it right Scoot now. Scoot up on the chair, take off your shirt, I'll take off my shirt, I'll sit behind <laughs> you like we're on a motorcycle. It'll be fine. Um, I'm pretty excited because today's stream, we're gonna be playing Remnant Two. Oh, very excited about this one. Of that's, course, we enjoyed Remnant from the Ashes. That's we'll awesome. I got a free super. I got a Play free on. basic capsule. Let's see who I draw. Okay, basic capsule drawing. Tapped open. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be somebody we never heard of. No, well, it might be just be goons. Yeah. No, no, it's gonna be somebody good. It's another Batman, which is great because now I get the Batman token that I go use to upgrade his passive. Okay. It's a fun time. Will it become here. a five star? No, no, no. He's Batman's a four star, of course, because Superman's better. DC Heroes and Villains told you. There it is. Kind of funny, best friends. We'll be kicking it over to the lab in just a couple of moments as we play Remnant 2 with the Jabroni Boys. Of course, thank you to the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host for taking us on a journey through today's show. You guys really explored some topics of discussion. What, and, like, uh, what, like what? You like, know, the chat got really <laughs> in there with it. you. Doing a lot of investigative <laughs> journalism. Really proud Don't of everybody. Nap, Mike. We're just going out there and we're just exposing bad people, which I'm, I'm really not, proud of y'all. Mike hit the button that said default We're going to open a premium capsule. <laughs> y'all really, really went through some we're topics of conversation. We're opening right? I'm tapping this one. Now, what's yeah, the exciting about this is this will be my 20th premium capsule, premium. so then I get a chest open. Uh, it's just Cheshire again. But again, I get a little thing, so I can do that. Now we open the capsule, though. What yeah, I got yeah, there? We're gonna open I got 200 more tokens and 150 gems. And they don't want your money. Oh, no, they want your money. Oh, okay, cool. They'd love it if you bought more gems or you bought the oh, Battle Pass or all yeah, this yeah. stuff. But it's not like you pay, pay to win. Ah, you know I mean? yes, 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 yes. Uh, we're going to be kicking over to the lab right now, so of course, kind of. Do you want me to come play this over? Do you want me to come? Come so Nick. I think he's going to be really interested in it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you all back here for Remnant from the Ashes too. If you watched on YouTube, brand new link. If you watched on Twitch, hang out, kick it with us. And until then, we'll see you back here tomorrow for more KFGD.